0: Welcome back everyone to Thomas's Football Center. This is Thomas speaking. Make sure you guys follow the Instagram and the Twitter. Instagram is TFC.nfl. Twitter is T Football Center. That is a capital Key te- Capital Key. <laughs> it's a capital T, capital F, and a capital C. Same as the uh the podcast at. Welcome back because we are doing I'm sure you guys guessed it. Week five preview we already got colts and patriots down the drain kind of guessed that game keep saying guess i predicted based on facts (laughs) uh yeah we got a week five preview today Uh, i already made a post about the week five preview but not too many commenters on that one so i decided to make a little episode to go with it which honestly i got the time so should be a fun day tomorrow. It, uh, today actually. It is 12.08 right now. So obviously we got Colts and Patriots down. Final score 38 to 24. And I I actually predicted that game to be 38 to 28 for the Patriots. I thought the Colts offense could get some more stuff going. But uh with those two interceptions that they had, I or Andrew Luck had. One not being his fault. Same with Tom Brady. I yeah, you know, I discussed that in the recap of the Thursday night game. So if you guys want to go check that out, make sure you do that. So yeah, I won't go get into any of the Colts or Patriots game because I already kinda went over it. So if you guys want to check that that episode out, you can do that. Just you know, search around my uh you know, the anchor. <laughs> uh okay, first game. So I already uh I already predicted the scores of this game on the Instagram. So I'll just uh I'll go through why I chose a specific team or why even the score. So first one, little this could be controversial a little bit, but I guess didn't guess keep saying I don't know why. I predicted the Jets over the Broncos uh twenty four seventeen. I just think I mean I know the uh the Broncos had a good—I oh, don't want to say good—but they put up a, f- a small fight against the Chiefs. M- mostly, the reason I think that is is because, like, they have the only their their team like set up for the Chiefs as a whole. Because, uh, I mean, with the Chiefs being so good right now, four and zero, it is hard to overlook how bad their defense is. Uh, pretty sure last time I saw they were ranked 32nd in the league, aka last. So, I mean, it was no no question why the Browns were at least able to score 23 on them, I believe it was. Yeah, 27 23 was the final score of that game, which improved the Chiefs to 4 0 and the Broncos to 2 2. So. know you guys catch my drift I'm sure so yeah uh getting back to the actual game that we're supposed to be talking about the Jets versus Broncos I mean Broncos they're they're not a terrible team I don't think Case Keenum think it was a mistake to sign Case Keenum I mean yeah he had one good year but and brought their his team to the NFC championship but Just, I mean, I don't know. I've never liked Case Keenum as a quarterback. I don't feel like he can lead a team like certain QBs can. Like, I mean, I don't want to compare him to, obviously, the top dogs. so it's not even worth mentioning. But, obviously, you got Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. I mean, can Patrick Mahomes lead a team? Maybe. I, I mean, he's a little untested, but going forward, no, you can't argue with his results. Especially with that defense, but also he's got weapons. You know, he's got Cream Hunt to pound the defense and Tyreek Hill to run those fifty-yard plays. So I don't know, but um, yeah, with the Broncos versus Jets, obviously I got the Jets 24-17. Broncos, it's their uh, their running back core is actually really good. Two rookies, they have Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsay has been mainly the breakout guy, but honestly. I, th- I like Royce Freeman more. I mean, he uh but I don't want to say I like him more. I just think he's more of a sound running back. Uh with Philip Lindsay, I mean, they're both very explosive running backs, but I I don't know what it is. I think Royce Freeman has that X factor that can probably get him to be that number 1 running back on a certain team. Philip Lindsay, he's it's not I'm I'm not saying in no way am I saying he's bad. I just don't think he's as good. So with that running back core and their receivers, I believe they still have Emmanuel Sanders. Yes, they do. And he he didn't have he didn't have too good of a game last game against the Chiefs. He had five receptions for 45 yards. So not terrible. I mean that's like nine yards per reception. So it's all right. Not not the best, but you guys catch my drift. Uh and Jets, their defense. I think, I mean, their defense is not the best, but I think it will start improving considering Jamal Adams is uh he's really playing well for them. He's a good blitzer, even from the safety position. I feel like he can really lead his team on the on the defense. Being a first round pick not at number at the sixth spot. Sorry, one second. Being a, being sorry about that. Being a first round pick at the sixth spot, I think he's really starting to take on that leadership position. And maybe I mean, usually it's a linebacker type guy, but I like the idea of Jamal Adams leading his team. So, and they didn't, they didn't do uh, too good of a job against the Jaguars. Wait one second. What I wanted. <laughs> They didn't do too good of a job against the Jaguars, losing 31-12. to 12. <laughs> I mean, I got to pin that mostly on the Jets' offense, I think. Sam Darnold has, I mean, he's gotten one breakout game against the Lions. They won like 48-43 to something, 43-7. I don't know what the score was. I mean, I know it was around there, but honestly, Sam Darnold has to pick it up. Like, having one good game, I, th- I thought he would really break out. But honestly, it's just been a shit show since the very first game. But the reason, I mean, obviously, he's got to pick it up. So, and I think that's what he'll do. With the defense, with Jamal Adams, And I mean, it doesn't sound like, I just think this is a game the Jets are going to win. I mean, you can pull up the facts and everything and with how good, I don't want to say how good because they're not good, but how the Broncos have been playing versus how the Jets have been playing the Broncos have been playing better but i feel that i feel like the with the matchup i just think i just think that the Jets will be able to get it done and uh, obviously new york is at home or jets are at home in new york so with that i think they'll be able to take the win and Back to the score, it was 24-17 to for the Jets. I don't think Case Keenum will be able to hit his receivers. So I think Jets are going to rely on their run defense to really stop the Broncos this game. Okay, I think I spent a little bit too much time on that matchup. We got, all right, next up we got Packers-Lions. Now this is an interesting game. I My prediction right now is 31-27 for the Lions. Not Lions. For the Packers, sorry. 31-27. Yeah, 31-27 for the Packers. I just think, I mean, Packers are 2-1-1. One, one. Lions are 1-3. and three. I just, I mean, Lions have not been good. I think, obviously, they beat the Patriots, but, I mean, come on. 1-3? That It just doesn't make sense. They lost 48-17 against the Jets. 30-27 to 27 against the Lions, or against the 49ers, sorry. We're talking about the Lions. And they beat the Patriots 26-10, to 10, and then lost to the Cowboys 26-24. I actually had the Lions beating the Cowboys. I thought they would, I mean, after coming off that win from the Patriots, holding them to 10 points, I thought their defense would do a little bit better. But obviously not. I mean, stopping Tom Brady to 10 points, are you kidding me? Any team in the league who did that would, could be considered obviously like a top ten defense. And it's just kind of weird that he didn't do that, or that that they did that. I should say. Getting to uh back to the Lions versus Patriots, Lions versus Packers. I meant. <laughs> I think uh, Kieran Johnson. He's a very explosive running back, but is I mean his numbers really don't reflect that, except for against the Patriots, 101 yards on 16 carries against the Patriots and two receptions. And uh, he had 55 yards on nine attempts against the Cowboys. Not that good, although he did have a touchdown and one reception. One second. Sorry about that. I think I got something coming down. But with the Patriots, not Patriots, Why do I keep saying it, right? I mean, it's like, all right, Packers. I just don't think Rodgers is going to lose. I mean, he's going to put up those points with Randall Cobb being out this week that uh, opens up opportunities for new receivers along with their rookies. I think the rookies will really stand up for the Packer receiving court along with, obviously, you have Dante Deontre. What I'm totally blanking right now. Devontae. Devontae Adams. <laughs> yeah, I think He'll be able to hit his receivers on the money. I mean, he doesn't really have too many people to throw to, but it's Rodgers. He's going to find that open man. Whether or not the receiver does anything with the ball will be beside the point with Rodgers throwing the ball, obviously 10 yards, 15, whatever the case. And Aaron Jones is back. Aaron Jones has been playing pretty well. I believe his stats were... Stats weren't too bad in the game. I think. I mean, sixty-five yards on eleven attempts. His first game back. I think that no, second game back. Obviously, he showed improvement from the week. Before. I mean, only eleven. I don't want to say only eleven attempts because it's not. It's not terribly bad, but he only had six attempts against the Redskins, so not too much experience so far. So really, I think he'll be able to break out against the Lions. And uh, yeah. That's pretty much my prediction. 31-27 for the the Packers. Next one. (laughs) So uh, next we have Panthers-Giants. This should be easy for, in my opinion. I mean, Panthers coming off the bye week, resting up. Giants suffering a pretty bad loss. Uh, I mean, I've tried... I've tried to believe in the Giants with Saquon and OBJ, but I think it's clear now that the uh, the problem is Eli Manning. Or, yeah, I mean, he, there's a lot of, I don't want to say drama because there's not an insane amount of drama, but he is just Eli Manning and coaches and OBJ have been kind of firing quotes back at each other. And uh, I think in the end, they're going to have to draft a new QB next year. And, I mean, Eli's done – he's gotten this team two Super Bowls. So I don't think uh, – I don't think – I mean, it will be a farewell, but the past few years, he's just not done – I mean, 2016 was not a bad year for them. They went 11-5. and five, But last year was a shit show, and – so far, they are on pace for the like the exact same record, which was thir- three and thirteen. I don't think they they will be able to beat the Panthers, especially because of how good they're doing. Cam Newton looks to be in the prime of his career, along with uh, along with one second. I mean, Christian McCaffrey. He is. I actually forgot that they had CJ Anderson as well. It's hard to overlook that when you have Christian McCaffrey on your team. But he is uh he's been doing very well. Had a huge game against the Bengals. 184 yards for him and two receptions. No touchdowns on the year though, which is pretty interesting. So yeah, I mean I think he should get his first touchdown against the Giants considering their defense is awful. And that's why I actually want to get back around to the offense of the Giants, which was how, when I was watching the game, their their O-line is just so bad. It's it's awful. Like, a lot of people want to blame Eli, and rightfully so. But still, I mean, their O-line, I almost have to feel bad for Eli considering how bad it was. I just I couldn't stand it. But, I mean, they're run, they can't get... I don't want to say they can't get anything done with their running game because obviously they have Saquon Barkley, who has been a huge help for them. I mean, good pickup. Um good pickup for the for the year. I mean, at the he was drafted number two, yeah. I believe he was drafted number two. Yeah, picked, yeah. All right. So he was drafted number two. He's doing he's doing pretty good this year. So far, he's had a few breakout plays, but other than that, his the games have just not been good for him. I mean, uh, against the Cowboys, he had uh, 28 yards on 11 carries. Texans, he had 82 yards again on 17 carries. Against the Saints, he had 44 yards on 10 carries. Like he's he's surely been impactful. He's got three touchdowns and 27 receptions. So. Obviously, he's getting those a lot of dump offs to him from, and I I don't expect anything less from Eli Manning. I mean, the way this guy he's playing too conservative, and people have talked about this in in recent days. Actually, about as you get older, I don't want to say as you get older, but as you, I'll just go with it. as as you mature as a quarterback. at The same time, I think you, I think you just play a little bit more safe. I mean, you don't want to... Eli Manning had... Eli Manning had last year... I'm trying to look at his last (laughs) year. Last year, Eli Manning had 13 interceptions on 10 touchdowns. So, I don't know. he's He's not giving up. I mean, this year he's got one interception, right? He's not doing bad. He's got 74.2% completion, which is actually really good, but it's because of how safe he plays. He's got those dump-off, he's got 27 receptions to a running back who is not built to do that. He's built to he's built to hit those holes hard, which obviously the O-line can't do for the New York Giants. So I think it stems from the O-line and Eli Manning. I think that's where that's where the uh the Giants should put their focus on in next year's draft because Eli Manning—he's 37 years old and he's—he's he's no Tom Brady. He's—he doesn't—he can't live forever and play the game forever. But I mean, that's my take on their problems. I think their own line is just terrible. Eli Manning needs to—I don't know—maybe bite the bullet and just leave the game. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much my take on it. For the Giants, at least. Now, the Falcons. Falcons have been playing very well. They are two and one as of now. Again, coming off the bye week, facing the Bengals was a very nice game for them. Good confidence booster, thirty-one to twenty-one. And uh, Bengals are now three and one. They're playing pretty well. I don't want. You know, I'll, I'll wait for them, but. I kind of have to talk about them because of how good the Bengals have been doing recently. But as I don't know if you guys know this, Cynthia Freeland, she's a very, she's a NFL analyst, very smart person, really predicts games very well. with kind of what she's based around, but she thinks uh, she thinks the Bengals are like one of those phony three and one teams, as she proclaimed, along with the Dolphins and Redskins. I mean, Dolphins are an easy, cho- easy choice to pick on. I mean, obviously they went three and zero, but losing thirty eight to zero against a division rival is really not the the vibe you want to be sending to the rest of the league. That you know we're a three one team that can have that happen to us. So I think it's really nice that uh that I mean, you may say the Bengals are phonies, as Cynthia says, but. Uh, I think it's huge that uh, the Panthers beat them 31-21, to 21, especially because of how good the Bengals have been playing, beating the Falcons barely, though. I mean, it's that's my kind of take on it. Anyways, my, uh, my prediction for that was 28-14 to 14 for the Panthers over the Giants. So that's pretty much it, yeah. Moving on to Titans and Bills. I got Titans in this game. This should be... This might be a close game, probably not though. I don't actually, I don't even know why I gave the Bills that many points in that game. I it was 20 to 14 was my prediction. Titans defense has been playing pretty well, especially beating the Eagles, that was huge for them, very good confidence booster, so I don't think a team like the Bills will slow them down. My prediction was 20 to 14, but uh, I think I might give the Bills a few Lower points on this. I mean, scoring zero points against the Packers. Packers. I mean, they have a they have a good defense, but it's not like a defense like the Redskins. I believe Redskins are at number one in the league right now. Let me check real quick. One second. Just type in the. Uh, Defensive power rankings. I mean, I'm trying to find a recent one. There's one September 27th. That should do it. Yeah, uh, Redskins are at number one in the league right now for uh for defense. So so I mean Packers Packers are at seven. So I guess I mean they're they're getting it. They're paying their dues, but I mean Clay Matthews have got, has gotten a lot of bad, bad calls in my opinion. Like I mean the entire new, the whole basis around the new rule is just it's it's bad. Okay, I'm sorry. I keep rambling on. Uh, I got Titan's over Bills twenty fourteen. Bills have been, I mean, they're just very unpredictable. I mean beating twenty beating Vikings twenty seven to. Six. I mean, how do you do that, and then lose twenty-two to zero against the Packers, or even before that, losing forty-eight to three against the Ravens? I mean, may have seen, seemed like Josh Allen was the key, but I mean, he put up zero points for this Bills offense, so I don't. I, you can't really expect something from them to be insanely good. So I don't know why I gave him fourteen points. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna lower that to ten. I think twenty twenty to ten. Maybe even pop uh, Titans up a few more points. Going. I'm gonna say twenty four to ten will be the final score. That's just my prediction. I mean, Marcus Mariota had a great game against the Eagles with his with Corey Davis making his debut. I mean. He had 161 yards and nine receptions and one touchdown, and I believe I believe he caught the. No, he did not. He did not catch the final touchdown. I. He was. Oh wait, he was the fifth pick last year. Huh. Did not know that. But yeah, so that's kind of. I mean, offense is playing great for the Titans. Their defense. Their defense is ranked at. I believe it's all right. It's not the best. It's at 15 right now. So obviously they're not doing bad, but bills, bills are just, they're uh, unpredictable. And, and like, I just, that's pretty much all I'm going to put it at. I I don't think they're going to be able to put that many points on the Titans considering how bad they did last week. i just take a swig of water one second. Yeah, so I don't think they're going to be able to put too many points on the Titans this game. I think Titans with Derrick Henry and who's the other running back? Let me find out. Titans' other running backs are DJ Lewis. So he's... Let's check out his stats. Okay, yeah, so he's not the best. So yeah, it's pretty much all Derrick Henry. That's pretty much it. I mean, but he was the, he was the fourth. No, I don't know what pick he was, but, uh, yeah. So there, that's my take on it. 24 to 10. I'm going to put that, I'm going to switch it right now on the Instagram. I put, I recently put a 20 to 14. Jeez, I couldn't find it for a second. And I'm going to switch that. I'm doing that right now. So if you. You will notice that on the gram. 24 to 10. Final answer. (laughs) Deal or no deal? I will take the deal. All right. Next one. Next one, after Titans and Bills, we got Falcons and Steelers. Now, Steelers. uh, I'm going to start with them. Uh, Ben Rafflesberger. Very, I'm, I'm. It's in Pittsburgh. I want to say. I want to say Pittsburgh will be able to pull out the win, but it, I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, they just really haven't been playing too well. I mean, Antonio Brown wants to talk about how their thing is like a Wi-Fi connection, talking about how it can get strong at times and and get weak at times, well, it's pretty weak right now. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster is kind of having to step up right now, which he's, he hasn't done a bad job. He has uh – let's take a look at his stats right now. Yeah, he had 60 yards last game, 116 before that. Really stepped up against the uh, – really stepped up against the Buccaneers. So that was a good – motivational win for them but after losing to the Ravens the, that was a huge di- divisional game like one of the biggest of, of the year especially because of how well how bad it's been going for the Steelers they, if they won that I really think they could have won this game really had some hope I mean I know they're going to play their hardest and all and everything but don't get me wrong Falcons are doing pretty well now that brings us to the Falcons secondary Having to go up against Juju Smith-Schuster and Antonio Brown, that'll be pretty tough. They're, I mean, facing A.J. Green, he, uh, yeah, it's just, it was, a, it was a tough game for them. They're, they have some injuries. They have some injuries in the secondary right now. I'll take a look at them right now. Falcons are still an injury report. So, yeah. Darius Hayward Bay will not be playing for the Steelers. And I believe some other. I know Falcons do have like. Falcons do have a couple. Not a couple. I think they have one or two secondary players out. But yeah. I mean, will they be able to get that connection going as Antonio Brown claims or will it not? I just James Connors. James Connors doing all right. Like he had the world by surprise in his first game, you know, and also with his second, making that one-hander catch, it wasn't in the first game, it was in the, I mean, he's just, he's been a solid backup, he hasn't done, I don't want to say he's done well, because he really hasn't, he's got three touchdowns, three touchdowns on the year, let me see, yeah, three touchdowns on the year, right, it was the first game, facing the Browns, but, uh he had 135 yards and two touchdowns, so pretty good game from that. But other than that, he has not played too well. Having 60, his best game was 61 yards against the Bucks, And then he had a uh, pathetic 19 yards against the Ravens on 19 carries. So that should, that's where I stand on that. I mean, Packers, not Packers, Steelers. Jeez, mixing up these teams. Uh, Steelers, their offense is uh, their offense is all right. I think they need to work out the kinks. I mean, James Conner, Antonio Brown, and Ben Roethlisberger. They really need to fix what has been going on with them. Like they just haven't been playing too well, and in doing so, they've lost games. And I don't think and. That's going to circle back to the Falcons, who are 1-3. And, and I still think that they're a top 16 team. I think they're in the top 500 of the league. Honestly, like, you want to talk to me about having the Dolphins at 3-1? and one, I think Falcons could beat Dolphins no problem. So that'll bring me back to my prediction, which is... Falcons versus Steelers. I had 34 to 22 for the Falcons. A little, a little out there, a little risky, but I do think the Falcons will own this game. I don't think the Steelers will be able to get that connection. I think they, I think Julio Jones at least puts up like a hundred yards and I think he'll really have a field day with this one. I think he'll get one touchdown, possibly two. Time will tell. (laughs) They play, what time do they play at? They play They're in Pittsburgh. Like I said, they play at 12. So hopefully I get that game, right? I mean, Steelers, people want to... Obviously, they're going to vote for their own team, but I really do think the Falcons will win this game. Kelvin Ridley has been playing very well. He is actually in the talks of Rookie of the Year right now. So I think, you know, I mean, I saw a guy on... Football game day or not? It's like Good Morning Football or something. He said, said uh, Rams have the possibly have the best trio in the history of the NFL. For he said, Rams have the best trio in football right now. He said, possibly in the history of the NFL. I I almost lost it. They have they have Cooper Cup obviously. And they have Brandon Cooks. And their last receiver he, last receiver he is looking at <clears throat> is uh one second. Robert Woods. Yeah. I mean, I like here here's one of the articles for it. Earlier this month on Good Morning Football, like I said, Peter Schrager, that's his name, echoed that, stating he thought the Rams trio of receiver's Brandon Cooks. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup were the best in the league or trio in the league. And that puts it in parentheses and potentially all time. And I, I just couldn't, I couldn't stand it. I was like, I think going back to obviously the Falcons versus Steelers, I think the Falcons have a better trio than the Rams do. I mean, Brandon Cooks, obviously he's always been a solid player, but he's only ever been on, the he's only ever been on the Patriots and he did he did good there I'm not gonna lie but the best trio of all time with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup no I think Muhammad Sanu uh, Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones I think that's a better trio than Brandon Cooks Robert Woods and Cooper Cup I just don't I don't think they're as good as talented as the Falcons receivers so that's that's my stance on it. I think the Falcons receivers will be able to put up a lot of points on this on this Steelers defense. I don't think uh Steelers offense will be able to do much on I don't say I don't I don't think they'll do much. I don't think they'll be able to put up as many points on the Falcons defense as the Falcons offense will be able to do on the Steelers defense. So that's where I'm gonna keep it. Thirty four twenty two is my score. I'm going to start shotgunning these more. I've only gone through 5 we You're already 32 minutes in. Holy cow! go. Uh, so, yeah, moving on to Ravens and Browns. This should – I don't want to say this should be an easy game, but with the way the Falcons have been playing, I think they will win this. I mean, Baker Mayfield – Baker Mayfield has been playing pretty well recently. I'm going to take a look at his stats real quick. Baker Mayfield, very recently against. Uh, obviously, only played against the Jets like half the game, but his stats are really good. Two hundred and one yards, uh, against the Jets, for a seventy-three percent completion. Now going to the Raiders game. Raiders, this was this was a tough loss for the Browns. Like, they had a good season going. I think they they got a little bit too overhyped. I mean, with winning their first their first game. What are they one two and one now? Yeah. With winning their first game, and I just they kind of blew it, not gonna lie. Raiders, uh Raiders, I mean they it was a very close game, went into OT, as you guys probably saw. But Raiders against Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield had a fifty one percent completion, so that was not the best with two touchdowns and two interceptions. He had a seventy point seven passer rating with uh two hundred and ninety five yards, so not terrible, not the best it's just i mean you can really take it like a grain of salt Browns fans and just accept the loss and try to move on and so can the team itself but i think I think this team will kind of hold on to that loss and it'll, i think it'll I don't want to say it'll direct their season, but after this game against the Ravens, I think they'll my prediction was 24-21 for the Browns. Not for the Browns, Ravens. But now reviewing it back, I think the Browns are going to um, – they'll probably be like 27 to like 17 or 27-21. 20, it doesn't really matter. I just don't think the Browns will be able to compete with how good the Ravens have been doing. You know, I mean, Ravens 3-1 and beat – it was a good confidence booster at the beginning of the season against the Bills – Take a look at their uh, their scores against the games, and uh, yeah, so their first game they uh, they won forty-seven-three. Second game they lost to the Bengals again. Like a good, I don't I don't really agree with Cynthia on the whole Bengals not being or being phonies. I mean, beating the Ravens who are doing having themselves a season right now. Uh, 34-23, to 23, I think they'll be able to take the division this year. I don't think – obviously, I don't think Steelers will come back. Ravens have a chance at it, but they lost to them, so that's pretty diminishing. And Browns, no, no. They're just – coming off of an 0-16 season, they will not come back in the division. just going to put it out there. Sorry for you Browns fans. But, yeah, my prediction – I'm going to stick with 27 to 21 for the Ravens. I think Browns will be able to put up a small fight, but Joe, with the way Joe Flacco has been playing, I just think he will be able to hit his receivers better than Baker Mayfield will to his, especially losing Josh Gordon for the Browns. I mean, Josh Gordon realizes this is his last chance at games with the Patriots. If he doesn't play for them, he, he can just kiss the NFL goodbye. Cause it's just, it's no team's going to want to take on that hassle. So I think the Patriots really lucked out with Josh Gordon. He's going to start playing now. And like, I mean, people are kind of overhyping it. He hasn't done insanely well. He's gotten his first touchdown recently against the Colts. So I don't know. You, you take it how you want it with Josh Gordon, but the Browns receiving core other than Jarvis Landry is not the best. Now, Their running back core is actually pretty good with Kelvin Ridley, who has been a star recently. Kelvin Ridley really taking this team to the next level with their running game. I mean, he only had 54 yards last game, but that's mainly because of how well Nick Chubb played. He had two 60-yard bombers. I'll I'll get to him in a second, but his stats other than the Bengals was uh, he had 146 yards against the Saints. On three touchdowns. So how about that, right? I mean, no. And then the game before that was the Panthers. He had 64 yards. Not the best. Wait, no, what am I saying? This is Calvin Ridley. SMH, right? Like I typed it. Carlos Hyde, that's who I'm thinking of. My God. uh, I'm sorry about that one. Kelvin Ridley, here we are. He had 43 yards against the Saints, 98 yards against the Jets, and then 82 yards against the Raiders. Sorry, man, I was tripping up over there. But get this, five touchdowns, right? He's doing very well in the touchdown category, really getting to be able to touch that end zone. And he didn't have that. I mean, he had 82 yards against the Raiders, but as I said, I would get to Nick Shubb with two 60-yard bombers against the... Oh no, it wasn't sixty yard. Only he had one sixty yard, sixty three yard long touchdown uh, for hundred and five yards and two touchdowns. So he had the sixty three yard one and then the second one, I believe. I don't, I don't remember. He had he get this is only on three attempts. He's averaging thirty five yards per carry, uh, just on that game. But on on his on the season, he's averaging one hundred and forty six, <laughs> not hundred. He has 146 yards. He's averaging 14.6 yards per carry. So I think they will be able, they will implement him more into the game plan against the Ravens. And uh, obviously, I'm going to finish with that. I think the defense of the Ravens will be able to hold Baker Mayfield. I don't think he'll be able to find his receivers as well as Joe Flacco will to his. And the Ravens running back, which is... The running back is Alex Collins. Who is? Yes, I forgot his name, but he's been. I think I know that he's been playing pretty well recently. Against the against the Steelers, he had only forty-two yards and eleven carries. That was pretty bad. He had one reception. He's got two touchdowns on on the season. One against the one against the Bills, and then. Uh, one against the Broncos. So he's been able, he's been that touchdown guy for the, like, not too many yards, but just getting in the end zone. Okay, so yeah, that's where I'm going to end it. Not the podcast, not the episode, the, uh, the game. So Bengals over, I have the Bengals over Dolphins. Not too interesting the game. I have them 28 17. Bengals have been playing very well recently. Again, not agreeing with Cynthia on how they're going to. About how they're busts or phonies, whatever. I don't want to call them that because I think they're playing very well. And uh, obviously, Dolphins coming off that tough loss from the Patriots, 38 to zero. I don't think they'll be able to get anything going, especially with ten, what was it, Ryan Tannehill not playing very well. I, I don't think I'm gonna get into too many stats. I mean, Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton. He's he's. I don't want to I don't want to say he's bad cuz he's not. He's not a bad quarterback. Taking yeah, we'll we'll take a look at his stats, right? He's he's got 1200 yards on the season. 65% completion rate. Uh he's got 11 touchdowns, doing very well in the touchdown category. But get this, six interceptions. I've read that he is uh he is worst in the league in he is worst in the league in getting pressured. He gets very flustered. He's like a rookie quarterback, if you must. I mean, he's just, he, I, I think he's just afraid, honestly. Like, I don't think, will he be able to lead this team? Probably not, I think. I don't think, well, do they make playoffs? Maybe. Pro, probably considering the way they've been playing this season. But I think once it gets to the real big leagues in the playoffs, I don't think Andy Dalton will be able to bring his team to do it. To do to make it to anything big. So Bengals versus Dolphins. I have I have the Bengals twenty eight to seventeen. Don't know if they'll score that much. I mean, having Dolphins zero points last week, they might be able to put up some points. I think I'm gonna lower that to fourteen right now. Like, see, this is kind of why I do this, guys. I uh going more in depth. I mean, I, I watch videos to to make these predictions, but I just, again, you got to go more in-depth than just, than just you know, watching a video and putting down a prediction. And I do, like, I know a lot, I don't want to say I know a lot, but I try to find out as much as I can about NFL stuff, so, like, we're at 43 minutes right now, so I'm going to try and speed this up. So yeah, again, twenty-eight seven, twenty-eight to fourteen is going to be my final prediction for the Bengals versus the Dolphins. Ryan Tannehill might be; they'll probably put up one touchdown, and I believe they'll probably have a rushing touchdown. But that's where I'm going to leave that. So 28-17, Bengals over Dolphins. Next, now I'll I'll save this one for for last. Chargers, Chargers and Raiders. I got seventeen to seven for the Chargers. Raiders scored thirty thirty six points. 36 points on the Browns. And uh I mean it's the Browns, right? So I don't think I don't think that should be taken too seriously. I mean, Derek Carr played, he played pretty well. Looking at his stats, he had 437 yards, lot 4 of yards, four touchdowns. So obviously you're thinking he's doing really well, and then he had two interceptions. So he's got seven interceptions on the on the uh Oh, he had three interceptions. Well, his first game was just dead awful. Three interceptions and zero touchdowns. He's got seven interceptions on the season, six touchdowns on the season, and he's got almost 1,400 yards. He's got an average of 71% completion. Sorry, one second. So, yeah, 71% completion, I think. I don't think he'll be able to pull it off against – against the, gosh, I always forget, Chargers, right? I think with the pressure that Aaron Donald will bring along with Darius Phelan, I think, in my opinion, the Chargers will be able to get to Derek Carr and he won't be able to have a nice game. I think he throws at least one or two picks. I don't think he'll be able to play well with the, uh, I mean, Chargers defensively, I believe they had, let me look at, wait, Ethan, one second. Oh okay, yeah, so Chargers had one interception last week, something like that, all right, now yeah, I won't, I don't want to say anything that I'll regret, so I'll, I'll just say I don't know, right? So getting back to the prediction. 17-7 Chargers. I think Melvin Gordon, like he did last week, he really really stood out as a leader for his team. I think I think Philip Rivers has to start doing a little bit more of that. Like he's a good quarterback, he's a good guy. I think he leads his team a little bit. He's got to stand in that leadership position in my opinion. Just a little bit more. Like as a quarterback, it's just something you have to do. And the Chargers defense has been playing pretty well. Let up twenty four points against the against the forty niners, which I was very surprised about. But their defense, their defense didn't even do that bad because they did. The offense did throw a pick six first play, and that's why I really think the game was that close. Like you can talk to me about. I mean, starting down seven that wasn't so bad. But like it just paves the way for how a game could go. Right. I just don't think. It's something just something you don't want to have happen to your to your team or in a game. I mean, like I said, it paves the way. It shows it just it releases pressure off of the the opposite team, which is exactly what it did. So and forty ers I don't want to do I don't wanna take I don't wanna say that interception gave them any hope because their their offense didn't do too bad. Found receivers I'll I'll get I'll get into that after actually with the with their game or do they have a bye week? No, Forty ers don't do not have a bye week. So I'll get into that after. So seventeen to seven, Chargers over Raiders. I'm sticking to it. I don't think Raiders will be able to put up many points and Chargers might be able to put up more points than seventeen. I don't know. Raiders defense is not terrible. I mean their pass rush is not bad. Even after Klumek left, it's not it's not bad. They haven't been playing well, but all in all, their defense isn't so bad. So, moving on. Vikings and Eagles. Now this one should be pretty interesting. Carson Wentz got sacked a few times last game against against the Titans. So it was a tough loss for them. I don't maybe they'll be able to pull off a win. Eagles. I mean Anything with Carson Wentz. I mean they it's hard to put a it, it's hard to say for this game. I had it at thirty-one to twenty seven for the Vikings. Kirk Cousins has been playing pretty well. I think people overlooked that since they have since they are one and two, or one and two and one, I should say. But yeah, people have really overlooked how good Kirk Cousins was doing. Pulling up his stats. He had four hundred and twenty two yards against the Rams with three touchdowns and zero interceptions. on On the year, he's got two interceptions and ton, ten touchdowns with fourteen hundred yards. It's just been an all around good season for Kirk Cousins so far. Finding his open receivers slash tight ends. I just think, I just think they'll continue that. And they're running. The running back core has really got to pick it up. Like talk about how good. I mean, talk about how good the. Minnesota Vikings defenses, their, their running back core is just is just not that good. I mean, you have Delvin Cook, who has uh one second. You have Delvin Cook who's been really not doing good recently. I mean, he had twenty yards last game. And then you have Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray, I don't think he's been doing too bad. He's got he had one good game. He had one good game. It was the first one against the... first game was against who? One second. All right, guys, I'll be, on, I'll be more on the ball next time. Yeah, so their first game was against the 49ers. Delvin Cook had a... Not Delvin Cook. Latavius Murray had a pretty good game. He had zero touchdowns on the season, but, I mean... You do what you want with that. Uh, yeah, and their running back core, again, has to pick it up. O-line not doing too bad. Protecting Kirk Cousins, their past, their past O-line er, is just a lot better than their run O-line. I mean, gosh, I'm forgetting the word. I mean, come on, guys, it's it's almost 1 o'clock here. <laughs> okay, so yeah, 31-27 <laughs> to 27 for the Vikings. I'm sticking to it. Carson Wentz, I think he'll be able to put up a good amount of points. I don't think he'll be able to put up as many points as the Vikings offense will be able to on the Eagles defense as the Eagles offense will be able to put up on the Vikings defense. Confusing a lot of words right there, but yeah, it's fine. Moving on. Rams, Seahawks, again, not too interesting. My prediction, 34-20. to 20. I mean, must I say more, (laughs) I mean, I I got, we got Todd Gurley, Brandon, and then you want to go back to talking about the trio. Look, I'm not saying they're a bad, they're bad. The trio, the trio is great. They're great. Maybe, maybe the best in the NFL right now, but like I said before, I like Muhammad's new Julio Jones and Kelvin Ridley more right now. Like I'd take that trio over, over Rams trio, but that's not to say that the Ramster isn't good. They're Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, and Cooper Cup. I think they got, I don't want to say they got lucky, but they had a good game last game. And I just think, I was going to stem something from that. Yeah, I just think uh, they'll be able to do, I think they'll be able to do some damage against the Seahawks defense, especially with Earl Thomas being out. Cam Chancellor's kind of on his own out there. And, uh, I mean, you got Shaquille, Shaquille Griffin. Is it Shaquille or Shaquem? My got I gotta keep forgetting them. Shaquille Griffin. Yep, that's him. Shaquille Griffin. No, it's Shaquem. My God. Jeez. I have Shaquem Griffin. He's, he's been doing really well. No, it's Shaquille. My word man it's like no it is (laughs) it's Shaquille Griffin that is who that is who I I have as their other good player Jeez, my really messing with my head there sorry again it's 1am so cut me some slack okay so 3127 Vikings over Eagles that's where I'm gonna keep it no, oh my gosh, I'm on the Rams game. Rams over Seahawks, 34 to 20. Whew. <laughs> Moving on. Cardinals, uh Cardinals and 49ers. I think Cardinals will be able to pull out their second win here. Josh Rosen had an okay game, not the best. I'll pull up his stats for you guys right now. No, he had he had he had one touchdown and zero interceptions. Not bad, 180 yards though. So, and with a 55% completion, he's not. He can't. He's not really throwing the ball that well. He had an 88.5 quarterback rating. Not the best. Again, I think that's where I'm just going to leave it for him. I think he'll be able to have a better game against the 49ers. Their defense isn't the best. 49ers will be able to pull up some put up some points considering their their team did not do bad against the Chargers. One second. <clears throat> yeah, their team did not do bad against the Chargers. Right now they have. I'm trying to figure out what his name is. I'm sorry. CJ Bethard, Barthard, Bethard. He is uh He played well. I'm not gonna lie to you. He played well. Uh he had I'm going to try and pull up his stats if I can. Obviously, you guys probably know Jimmy Garoppolo. He uh, bit the bullet with the whole ACL thing. Okay, so CJ Beathard. Bathard, <laughs> he had a 62.2% completion. Not terrible. 300 yards, 2 touchdowns, and 2 interceptions. Not terrible game from him. I mean can't really blame him after coming in and uh he was a third run pick not the best so I don't expect him to do a lot but he did do better than I thought he would just saying and uh Cardinals defense it's not it's not bad uh obviously you guys probably saw the Bears game again I've I've ex- I've tried to get this out to you guys I am a Bears fan so I'll, I'm trying not to be too biased towards them but I mean Come on, we're kind of doing great right now. Give us give us some credit here. Give us that respect that we deserve. But yeah, I'm just gonna keep it at that. So, Cardinals 49ers, my prediction. I haven't even told you guys my prediction yet. I have the Cardinals winning 27 to 24. I think it will probably go up in the high scoring game. Like, this will be a good game for both quarterbacks, in my opinion. It'll be a good confidence booster. Like Josh Rosen has thrown one interception. 0 against Seahawks which I was actually surprised about. I think he'll maybe get a little bit too comfortable in this game and maybe like I think he'll be, he'll he will get comfortable in this game, right? I think he he will start really throwing the ball pretty well and then maybe in like the third or fourth quarter he throws an interception after he gets a little bit too comfortable. I think the Cardinals will be able to take an easy lead in the first few quarters but I think the 49ers will be able to catch on to the scheme that they're playing. So that's where I'm going to leave. it. I think I'm going to keep it at 27 to 24. Yeah, that's where I'm going to leave it. All right. Moving on to the last two or er, yeah. Next one, we have Cowboys and Texans. <sighs> okay. So Texans and Cowboys coming off two clinchers. Uh, Cowboys beat the Lions last week 26-24. And the Texans won 37 to 34. 30. Let me make sure about that. It's the Colts last week. 37 to 34. That is correct. I'm going to pull up the Sean Watson stats for you guys. Again, I don't know. Like, I see some people doing it. It's so hard to uh keep up with all these stats. I'm going to say. Alright, so here, here's his. His art, 375 yards, two touchdowns and one interception against the Colts. Really good, really good game for him. Really slinging the ball. 375 yards is a lot. Two touchdowns, one interception, not a bad game. I think he'll be able to do the same against the Cowboys. I don't want to say the same, but I think he'll be able to do similar to the Colt or to the Cowboys, to what he did to the Colts. Again, if you guys want to hear those again, 375 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, Seventy percent completion rating, so he's doing pretty well. Let's see. And then the Cowboys, right, coming off of a good, a very solid win from the against the Lions. They kind of, I think it was mostly the defenses of defenses' fault that allowed the Lions in the game. Kieran Johnson played pretty well against them. He was, I don't, he didn't play well. He, play- he played explosive. Like, I was just seeing him in, on a lot of those plays. He, he played with some fire in him. Not too many yards, though. Uh, I'm going to keep it at that. Golden Tate. Okay, Golden Tate had two touchdowns, I believe. Golden Tate, two touchdowns, 132 yards. A very good game. Uh, I'm sure you guys know he's a very, very big bragger, but rightfully so. He's got... Almost 400 yards on the on the year, 67 yard is his longest one, and he's got three touchdowns. So he's doing he's doing pretty well. And uh, I don't want to take that away from him. Getting to Marvin Jones, who I think is the best receiver on the uh, on the Lions. Actually, I have him on my on my fantasy team. And if you guys want to again, if you guys want to start asking me questions about fantasy on Instagram or even maybe. Wanting to go on the podcast with me, you guys can do that. I'm just like, I'm up for anything right now. I mean, I got fifty something followers, so if you guys want to hit me up, hit me up. Oh well, we're almost. Oh oh, guys, we gotta stop this like right now. Sorry. All right, well, I'll just get through the rest of the things. I got 20 seconds. <laughs> 2017 Cowboys over Texans, and oh, I am so sorry. I tried leaving this one to the last. Uh. Twenty-seven to twenty-four, Jags over Chiefs. I'll 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 talk about that in a sim, in a post by itself. Thank you, guys. Peace out. This is the end of the podcast. It can only go for an hour. Sorry. <laughs>